Welcome to my Holistic Health Podcast and the Beginner Health Sessions. I'm your host, Susan Scollin, and let's be honest, making changes to our health can seem hard, confusing, and complicated. So let's come back to basics. Each Thursday, I'll be here with simple tools you can use to transform your health. See you inside. Hi, everyone. It's lovely to be back with you. My apologies for this episode being late. I can tell you all the reasons why I didn't have this episode out on time. For example, it was my birthday, 47 never looked so great, and I've been sick, as you can hear in my voice. I'm a, it's a bit of a cold, um, and, you know, they say it's about letting go of some old stories and levelling up again, so that's definitely happening to me. So if you hear me cough, I'm just clearing my throat, not intentional to cough and, you know, not, it's not a body language cue about something that I'm perhaps uncomfortable with. Um, the other thing is it's too cold here. It's a beautiful day today, but we've had, um, had a couple of cold nights, which wasn't on the order. Anyway, in reality, I've made some other choices too, which included journaling through some things that were coming up for me and allowing myself time to process them. So that's another reason that, that it's late, but I've been honoring myself and I encourage you to honour yourself and take the time that you need from time to time when it suits and however it fits into your life. Over the past couple of weeks, I've been bringing in activities that fill my soul first before doing any work. So I've been sitting for five minutes after Chris leaves, taking Teddy to school, just sitting out the front and relaxing, but not doing anything. And if you want to learn more about that, you can check out podcast episode 68 called Nothing Time. Then I've been getting on the exercise bike and turning over the wheels for 10 minutes whilst reading. But lately I've also added in a walk. I pop Indy, our puppy, or three-year-old, on her lead, or four-year-old, whatever she is, and then we head out the door. We do a loop around our street and I start, um, I started walking down a road that goes nowhere, like it's a, it's just a dead end street. Um, obviously there are houses and people have homes on that street. On the first day, I went to the first driveway. On the second day, I went to the second driveway and so on. And I've been listening to 40, the podcast. That's 40 as in the age or the number. A little black book for our middle years. It's really good. So I'd encourage everyone to check it out. It's not just for women. Like if you want to learn more about your partner and and some of the challenges that we face as women, um, it's it's an awesome podcast. So head on over there. Being sick and adding in this walk has changed things a bit, Um, but that's life. I haven't sat for five minutes, you know, at all this week in the morning, Um, but I did sit outside on Monday at lunchtime for five minutes. You know, I went for a walk on Thursday. I walked to the end of, I don't know, I walked to the end of that street, which was cool. Um, And this is all, this is what this episode is all about, but from your perspective. So a few weeks ago, Chris and I were out to dinner and I asked him, and when I say out to dinner, it wasn't like date night, we were just in town and we just grabbed dinner, and I asked him, what does healthy mean to you? I can't remember his answer, but it spurred on a conversation about how I could find out what other people thought. So I put a post on my Facebook page and Chris put one on his page too. The answers were really interesting. The people on Chris's page said, a wet dream, that's so funny, (laughs) being alive and retired, two people said that, being upright and breathing, wine, to be happy and content. Thank you, Lalita, for that one. It really resonated with me. There was a bit of a theme on Chris's page, and that could be a reflection on his maturity, aka age, 
Being alive, upright and breathing is something that we can all aspire to. The people on my page said being accountable, easier said than done, ownership of the skin you wear, sometimes too bloody hard, but it feels great when you get closer. My birthright, a blessing, happiness, being mindful, a constant challenge, eating vegetables and exercising, truly being sober, truthfully, sorry, truthfully being sober, waking up in the morning, different for everyone, gratitude, sexy, taking care of the mind, body and soul, being nourished and in balance, body and mind, being able to do anything physically you want, when you want, no recharge necessary, feeling good about myself, expensive, the ability to take a hit and keep moving, eating good food or good fresh food, cutting down on the grog and getting plenty of sleep, self-care for your mental and emotional well-being. When I look at the people that replied, there isn't any consistency. They're not all health coaches and they're not all netballers. They're everyday people who, and this is my assessment, do lots of great things to support their health and their living life too. So what's your answer to that question? What does healthy mean to you? Head over to Instagram, find the post for this episode and share with me because it's unique for everyone and I'm keen to hear from you too. A week later, I put up another post asking, what do you do for fun? This is a question I've been exploring this year because I've had and sometimes still have no idea. I spend a lot of time, a lot of my time loved up with my soul work and I find that fun. So that's a good thing, but I'm constantly growing and evolving, constantly moving forward. But what if fun was just standing still? What could that look like for me? And here are a few things. On Thursday, it was my birthday and I ate a donut. I haven't done that in forever. I play basketball with Teddy in the house before his bed bedtime and I started playing netball again. The 15-minute quarters are a killer and, yes, that's just Saturday netball. Sitting still for that five minutes each day has given me permission to create more space in my life, to slow down, to not sign up for another course after finishing my latest course. I caught myself going to do that this week. It's like an addiction, I tell you. That being said, I have about five other courses that I've bought and I need to finish, so plenty up my sleeve. So what do others like doing for fun? Molly shared with us that she loves being creative. Em loves painting, getting pampered, and going exploring. Sashi doesn't wonder for fun, and he didn't tell us what that actually means, but based on what I know of him, he makes things happen. He doesn't stop smiling even when he's doing a stabilizer with a 50 kilo with 50 kilos of plates on his back. Tim loves surfing, Cassie loves sleep, which you know I love too. Jesse, Je- oh, sorry, Jess loves listening to music, dancing, singing, indulging in foods, walking in nature, spending time with family and binging on Netflix. Glenn enjoys finding sorry. Glenn finds joy and fun in all the things he does as long as it allows the ability for change. Lucy loves walking her dogs. Jace loves climbing mountains with strangers. And at the time he replied, he was on a trek doing exactly that. 
Redina loves laughing and giggling, so she starts playful conversations with people who she knows will play along, and you can check her out on episode 69 of my podcast. She definitely embodies this. Rach shared, apparently it's picking up toys and yelling at your kids in the morning. Some days can be like that. Rick said golf, and he's just won another trophy. Well done, Rick. Helen loves running, and she runs everywhere. Michael said growling at, um, <laughs> growling at riders of those pesky electric hire scooters. Perhaps this was for fun and to get rid of his frustration. Melanie said sex. That definitely should be fun. I actively created fun sex with Chris a little while ago and then laughed with a girlfriend, which led to a podcast like the next day, not while I was having sex with Chris. I was sharing it with a girlfriend and that led to a podcast episode with Jenny Mears. I think it's going to be episode 91, so check it out when it's released. Joe said laughing, and I think Joe and Redina should hook up. I think they'd have lots of laughter together. And Ina said road trips. I'm with her. I love a good road trip. How cool and diverse is that list? What's on your fun list? What could you add to that diversity? Again, head over to Instagram um, and find the post for this episode and share it with us. Share us what you do for fun. Both the health question and the fun question created some awesome conversation. And you can find it in my personal Facebook page in the newsfeed. And you'll again see that the people who responded were broad and diverse in terms of age, where they're at in life and where they live. Everyone had something different to share, which was amazing. My final question the following week was, do you think we can have fun on our way to better health or is it a hard slog? I had eight responses in total. The previous questions had 25 and 16 responses respectively. Perhaps the low response rate was because the question was too wordy. Perhaps it brought up judgment. Perhaps it was a slow Facebook night. I don't know. But this is what I found. All eight people believe that fun is in life is important and especially when we're working towards our health goals. I love what Sarah said. If it's not fun, it's not sustainable. And I totally agree. Just to qualify the answers, of the eight people who replied, two were health coaches. They've spent time training around health and wellness specifically. This isn't to say the other people have no idea. They totally could. And for all I know, they could be doctors, nutritionists, and dietitians. I don't think, sorry, I don't think they are, but, you know, they do understand their own bodies and they want to make changes. But who doesn't? And it doesn't have to be a health and wellness change. It could be just what scissors I'm going to use to cut my nails next time. So it's not from a lack of perspective, but from an, from a lack perspective, I should say, but from an abundance perspective. This is where the fun comes in. I did receive a PM from one gorgeous soul who I love very much, and they apologized for not answering this question. And they shared with me that they felt ashamed. I want to share with you the definition of ashamed first. The definition of ashamed is embarrassed or guilty because of one's actions. And with this person in mind, their inaction towards their health. I'm going to share with you what they said and my response. I want you to notice the stories that they tell 
that we tell ourselves and how they can affect us. I also want you to notice my response and what I chose to offer them and celebrate with them. This is what she said. I have tried so many times to get into a groove with health and it ends up just being a drag. I'm a health coach's worst nightmare. My health is so low in priority for me. It's really hard to stay on any regime or to find the fun in it. This person isn't alone. A lot of us feel this way. And I expect that's why I didn't get much of a response to that question. And I want you to know that it's okay. We've all tried things in the past. Yes, we have. And we've also had successes in the past, but we've also had failures. You know that gym membership that I bought, a 12-month gym membership, and I went for a week and probably went back 10 times more. That was it. The many attempts, attempts I've had to give up chocolate, and I last... 30 days sometimes sometimes I didn't know sometimes I didn't last the 30 days at all and now I'm into the sixth month because it's kind of a thing that has to be all or nothing for me right now all the time I started couch to 5k and never finished it hang on a minute that was this year and in 2013 funnily enough in 2013 I'd done all the runs to get to the end but I never logged them because my inner critic was telling me oh you're not going to run 5k today so I didn't That was towards the end of the app. So I didn't turn on the app, but I still ran the 5K. So I told myself because I hadn't finished the app, I had actually failed. So here's my response, and this applies to you too. Please don't feel ashamed. Just be you and be okay with where you're at. I've learned a lot this year, and honestly, health has to be fun or we just don't turn up for it, and I'm in that boat too. I want to remind you how much other stuff you do turn up for though. So when you're ready for your health to be a journey and you want to have fun with it, you'll totally rock it. Our health journey is just like the responses to these questions. Just like my approach to mindfulness is unique and can change daily. It's okay. It doesn't have to be perfect. And it's okay for it to be your way. So where are you going to start? What's your one thing that you're going to shift or change today? Because even the most evolved person has one thing. They're human too. And like Chris likes to remind me, they put on their pants one leg at a time, just like you and I. So what, my dear human, does your soul want to create? And are you ready to dive in, be uncomfortable on purpose and love creating life in the messy middle. Thank you for joining me today and please hop over to either my Instagram or business Facebook page and share your key takeaways from this episode. And next week, we're going to have some fun with time. I've shared with you lots of times that we can create time. Yes, we can. So let's dive in and see how this can actually be possible and find some ways for you to actually implement this in your own life. Get ready to create time, not be dictated by it. See you in the next episode.